0: Hello, welcome to the Valley View Podcast, episode eighty-two. My name is Tyler, and I'm here with Matt. It's
1: great to see you, Tyler. How uh, how are you doing today?
0: It's the new year. It's twenty twenty-three. Is it?
1: Yeah, twenty twenty-three, I mean,
0: January of twenty-three. It's not for us, but for everybody listening, it is. <laughs> yeah, January
1: is my least favorite month.
0: Why? We talked about uh, this, I, I'm sure, because I know we rated the months of the year. But why is it your least favorite? Is
1: it really? Do you think it needs to be explained? Yeah. I mean, Isn't it maybe obvious? to
0: our listeners who don't live in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, there we go. January is
1: feels really long and really cold, and you're not even close to getting out of winter here. You're just yes. kind of stuck in the middle of it. To make matters worse, it's already been really cold, and we've had a lot early, of
0: snow so. this year. Yeah. yeah,
1: it feels like winter started like on December 1st, which is yeah. unusual.
0: Well, cause for yeah. someone in like Phoenix, January is probably a great month. Like it's not horribly yeah. hot, you Probably know. one of the best, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But.
1: All right. Well, here we go. Episode 82, right? Valley view yeah. podcast. Yeah. This is it.
0: where, this is where you'd say it's sponsored by, but uh, I have the sponsor this week. All
1: right. All right. Who, uh, who we got?
0: Uh, this week's episode of the Valley view podcast is sponsored. I'm worried this is a repeat sponsor. This week's episode of the Valley view podcast podcast is sponsored by Gator balls. Have we had them before?
1: I don't think so. Um, if What's you've, a gator ball? If you've never heard of
0: gator balls, uh, you have never been to middle or high school in the last 15 years. Are those the
1: balls you put in your shoes to uh, make them smell better?
0: No, they're not. Okay. Gator balls are. Do you actually know what they are? Or no.
1: No, I don't. Oh, wow. A gator ball? No.
0: Gator balls are, uh, they're dodgeballs. They're like the name brand best kind of dodgeball. Uh, check them out. You can get them for your school, church. think actually some of those might be gator balls uh they're just the perfect consistency where you can throw them hard but if somebody gets hurt it's their own fault you know because there's like balls that are like irresponsibly sharp or hard that like if you get hurt it's like it's the ball's fault like you shouldn't have been throwing it you know but a gator ball if you get hit by a gator ball and you get hurt the person who threw it can just say wow tough toughen up Mm -hmm. (laughs) i didn't hit you that hard but you can throw them really hard
1: my main concern with the dodgeball uh ball is when uh, the chunks start coming out of it and then all the uh, stuff, all the foamy stuff starts
0: coming out and getting in your eye does that happen with the gator ball um i've never had that happen with the gator ball i hate when the balls get foamy though because then they're not good anymore yeah like it like ruins the air consistency inside of the ball and you can't throw it as hard yeah
1: like that one right over there yep
0: it's terrible so yeah thank you gator balls for sponsoring this episode of the valley view podcast yeah thanks gator ball where do you think they're located um I mean, they're real, unlike yours, so I guess I could Google them. That's all right. Um, It's too late. I'm Googling it. You can introduce what we're talking about this week while I do that.
1: Okay, let's do that. Um, We're going to start the Old Testament today. Uh, We took each book of the New Testament in turn and just did a a little summary of it and um, talked about a few questions related uh, to that book. And so now we're going to do the same thing with the Old Testament, um, starting with Genesis. And so... We've got 39 books of the Old Testament uh, to go through, and uh, we get to the first one today. And then we're also we'll and we'll start with this. Um, Tyler and I are are each going to say going to answer the question. Hey, if you had to change your name, what are five names that you would consider changing it to? Just first name, first name.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't change my last name. I like my last name. Yeah, I actually like my first name too, but. Was this a listener question?
1: Uh, no, this is a Matt question.
0: Oh, I, you phrased it to me as if it was a listener.
1: It might have been at one time, and I just morphed it into my own. Mm. Honestly, I can't really remember.
0: Shout out to whatever <laughs> listener sent this in and is getting no credit right now, because Matt <laughs> forgot about you. <laughs> um, What do you want to do? The our, our classic, or do you want to go all the way five to one? I feel like this would be a good way to switch it up.
1: Okay. All right, let's switch it up. What do you want to do?
0: Um, Maybe you give all of yours, and then I give all of mine.
1: Okay. And we'll Fun. talk about
0: it as we go through it.
1: Okay. So these are my top five names that
0: I would want to change my name to. So my first
1: name is number, Matthew. Number five. Matt, right? Current name oh, yeah, is yeah. Matt. Sorry. Yeah, I'll start at number five. Um, Baxter.
0: <laughs> okay, like Buster Baxter?
1: Yeah, like Buster Baxter. Do you know who Buster
0: Baxter is? I do. Okay, good. I do, good. from, Ar- from, from the Arthur. Arthur yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, except my name wouldn't be Buster. It
0: would I would be, be using his
1: last name as my first name.
0: Baxter Brandt. Yeah. I'm kind gonna of, say all the names just so we can like it, get, get a vibe to it.
1: Okay, my number four name is William.
0: What I'm sorry, but why Baxter?
1: Uh, no reason. I just like the sound of it.
0: Okay, would you if you were William, would you go by Bill or Billy?
1: No, I'd want to go by William.
0: You wouldn't go by Will, even. You wouldn't want the full name?
1: Yeah, since my last name is only one syllable, I really like having a multisyllabic first name.
0: So you don't like being Matt Brand? Right. Exactly. Oh, should but I, I never- start calling you Matthew? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's I'm not, not going to happen. We're too far in.
1: Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine to get called Matt. I just think it sounds better if your last name is one syllable that you have a multi-syllable first name.
0: Is there a reason you think that? Just because I'm weird. I I feel like I like the one in one Like, it's like Sharp. Okay. Like, I have a friend named Sam Reed, mm-hmm. and I love that name.
1: Okay. Well, And actually, I've got a... I've got a, a one syllable name on my list. So, oh,
0: interesting. Yeah. I, I I feel like Bill Brandt has some snap to it, but William Brandt is what you want, I guess.
1: <laughs> I guess it does. Yeah. All right. You're making a good argument. All right. My number three is Andrew. Andrew Brandt. Yeah.
0: I feel like I know somebody with that name.
1: I think it's more so that I just, I really like the name Andrew. Um, I don't think I'd want to go by Andy.
0: Want well, go by Andy Brandt? No. You're choosing names that are really easily like nicknameable, though, except yeah. for Baxter. True, but do you like this? Is a adjacent question. Do you like nicknames or no?
1: I'm not anti nickname. Okay, so I'm you're not, you're okay with pro Matt. nickname, but okay. I'm, I'm neutral.
0: Okay, okay. you okay. neutral about being called Matt. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What were you gonna ask me?
1: I just wondered if you were pro nickname or you were anti nickname.
0: Um, I am anti one nickname that I've been given, but I in general don't really care much about nicknames one way or the other.
1: Which and which nickname is that?
0: I don't like being called Ty. I actually really hate that. How does that make you feel? I just, it's not my name. Like I've been saying that since I was like five years old. Like it's just not my name. But it's close to your name. Yeah. I mean, that's true. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I've never liked it. Uh, My my mom, sorry, mom. My mom's allowed to call me that. She told me that when I told her I didn't want to be called Ty is that she gave birth to me so she can call me that. So I don't like that.
1: If if someone calls you Ty, let's say that you, let's say you met someone, on one sunday and introduce yourself as tyler mm-hmm. and then you see him again the next sunday yeah and they call you ty are you likely to correct them on the
0: spot and say, yes. you know i do <laughs> what'd you, what'd you i do, do? I, I had people in college that did that and i i would correct them
1: okay so what would you actually say um Let, I, let's roll let's do this as a yeah go play. ahead go ahead okay so oh hey
0: ty it's good to see you again hey yeah good to see you too um i i prefer tyler <laughs> maybe not like maybe not like that abrupt but you, it's usually something like it's usually something like Oh no, it's Tyler. Sorry, I don't like Ty.
1: That was so good and so direct. Like yeah. that was a great answer.
0: The second one is probably more what I would actually do. It'd be like, "Oh, sorry, man, I don't like Ty. It's Tyler." Nice.
1: And then I'd be like, "Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. My bad." Yeah. I'll and then you move on. Like,
0: cause I mean, I'm not like I'm not like mad. You know, like I I would get annoyed if somebody knew that I didn't want to be called that and kept calling me it. But like, it's not. You know, it's normal to do that. It's just not. I just don't prefer it.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like it? um diminishes you in some way like i think a lot of kids who go by nicknames um like to drop like the nickname that has a y in it because it feels like a diminutive like they don't want to be billy or or joey 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 yeah they want to go with joe or bill or jim Mm -hmm. something that doesn't feel like little kiddish you feel like ty is little kiddish no where does it where does it hit you or is it just a a purely logical thing that that's not my name
0: Well, I want to say that, like, I think that's where it started, but like, that's not consistent because I'm, I, the nickname that I don't mind being called is TMAG, T-M-A-G. Like, that's fine. I like that. That doesn't bother me. I think I just don't really, I mean, I have a kid in the youth group named Ty, but like, I don't like the name Ty for myself. So it, it just, I, I hear it and I'm like, no, I don't want to be called that. It's not my name. I just, I've always felt like that.
1: I feel like this is really good content.
0: Oh really? Yeah. You think so? I think the listeners
1: are really enjoying this.
0: Debating why I don't like being called Thai. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I just assume other people are too. I hope
0: so. No, I think I. It really is just like it's been like a visceral reaction since I was a child that I haven't grown out of. <laughs> so okay, it's there's not really that much to it. Like it's not like I don't have like a like a scientific like. Oh, I felt like such a kid when I was called Thai. Okay. I think I just am like kind of a I oh I mean the listeners probably know this like I'm a stickler for like things being correct. And for whatever reason, I've always in my head been like, no, Ty is not correct. I don't like that. So if our listeners see you
1: on a Sunday morning, what should they call you?
0: Tyler? I mean, you can call me T-Mag, but like, it's kind of weird if you don't know me super well to call me T-Mag. <laughs> but I feel like as a result of this podcast, at least one person is going to call me t Meg, that I'm going to have to be like, haha, you listen to the podcast, <laughs> except I won't remember. So when you call me t Meg and I look at you weird listeners, it's not because, well, it is because it maybe is a little bit weird, but it's mostly because I don't remember what I'm saying right now. I never remember what I say on this podcast. That was
1: really enjoyable. Hey, what's your number two name? Tyler. My number two name is Pete. Pete Brandt. Yeah. See, that's the one syllable name that I wouldn't want. Not Peter? Not Peter.
0: Hmm. Pete. You want to be named P-E-T-E? Yes. That one's fine. Pete. There's Thanks. some snaps. I should be <laughs> rating these names, but I won't.
1: Yeah. Okay. So... um if you're keeping score at home, I've got Andrew and Pete as my number two and three, who in the Bible are brothers, right? Peter and Andrew. Uh, so Andrew and Pete. Okay,
0: and my number, number one, one name Bar- Bartholomew. <laughs> uh,
1: my number one name is TJ.
0: TJ Brandt.
1: I think TJ is cool.
0: Have you liked that since you were young? Uh,
1: well, I had a friend named TJ, hmm. and I was not envious of his name at the time, but maybe in retrospect, I am a little bit envious. Hmm. I don't wish I was named TJ, but if I got to change my name you'd be looking at uh, T.J. Brandt.
0: That really is your favorite name for yourself? Yeah. Do you do you know when you started to want that name?
1: I think it was yesterday afternoon when I was making this Just list. As you were
0: thinking of names? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: And then I was like, hey, T.J. Hawkinson, tied in for the Vikings, yeah. former Hawkeye. So there's... T.J. Some...
0: Ford, former NBA basketball player?
1: Yes. Excellent. Uh, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's hear from Tyler.
0: Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Okay, um, Matt knows this. I'll let you all in a little secret, listeners. I wrote these names down as I was hitting record. Um, so the number five name, I didn't. I don't know. I I just was like, oh, a Star Wars name would be funny to have on the list. What's the dumbest Star Wars name? Bosk. Nah, Jabba. Number five on my list is Jabba. Jabba. <laughs> Jabba magnuson J A B A. Nah, B B. J A B B A. I couldn't think of a name that was, like, I would actually want, and Jabba would be really, really funny. Like, imagine how much you would have to hate your kid to name him Jabba, or her Jabba. (laughs) That's pretty bad. It'd be worse if it was a girl, actually. That's true. You just meet, like, a nice, pretty, like, 20-year-old woman. You say, hi, my name's Tyler, and she says, hi, my name's Jabba. You know you would be in love with that woman instantly, though. Well, I'm married, so no, I
1: wouldn't. Okay. me. I love you,
0: Emily. I will never love anybody else.
1: (laughs) Even if her name is Jabba.
0: Even if her name was Jabba, I'd still love her. Uh, have you ever heard of that game Perfect Girl Butt? No. Um it probably should be called Perfect Girl Except because sometimes people think that it's talking about like your butt. Oh okay. But it's like perfect girl except one thing's wrong with her. If it if it was like perfect girl but her name was Jabba, would you still marry her?
1: Right. Is that a question? Yeah, is I'm, that asking, retor- you. Is that I'm retor- asking you?
0: Uh,
1: yeah. All other things being equal, yeah. That wouldn't stop me from marrying her. So you her would marry you would
0: marry Molly and have her be named Jabba Brant. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Molly, he really loves you. Yeah. Uh, my yes, number, my number four name, my number four name is Debo. <laughs> <laughs> Debo. I just think it would be really funny to be named Debo. Debo Magnuson. All of my names are just so. The thing is, I'm really content with my name. Like, I like being named Tyler Magnuson.
1: Okay.
0: Um, okay. I I you should.
1: It's a great name. I don't Good job. Uh, Mark, Mark and Jen. Jen. yeah.
0: I like Mark Magnuson too, by the way. But the only thing I don't like about my name is that I feel like I can't say it correctly because I talk so fast. So it's oh. hard for me to like say Magnuson.
1: How does it like come that's out usually? Magnuson. Mm.
0: Like I kind of skip the U and I don't think it sounds really good when I say my name.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but other than that, I really like my name. So most of these names are just good memes.
1: Do you, would you trade names with your brother Alex?
0: No, I like my name better. Okay. Alex's name is fine. But I also, I kind of like that I don't really have a nicknameable name because I don't like Ty and there's not really any other nickname for Tyler, mm-hmm. you know? Except for T Meg because of my last name. But yeah, I prefer I, I prefer having a name that's not super nicknameable.
1: I've got a nephew named Tyler. Mm-hmm. And uh sometimes he goes by tie tie. Oh. would that ease some of your concerns about being called Ty? Could you see yourself as a tie tie?
0: No, that was a name that people would use to make fun of me. Uh, so okay. I, I okay. guess I would prefer not to be called that name either. Okay. I'll step off. But that's more of like a like a little kid name kinda of what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. But how okay. old is your how old is your nephew you said or cousin my my nephew he's
1: uh he's 23
0: oh, and people still call him ty ty yeah oh there's actually an nba prospect this year that's named ty ty washington so for some people they hey. they can roll with it i guess i'm just not man enough
1: i think um the people that call him ty ty are us uh i should say are we uh family members okay i think among his friends he's tyler
0: okay yeah that's true because my family will call me ty sometimes and i'll fight it as hard um my number three name what were you gonna say I was going to say, what's your number three name? My number three name? My parents will laugh at this one. Uh, my number three name is Montana. And that's not because I actually want to be named Montana. It's because when I was like eight years old, I told my parents I wanted to change my name to Montana. Because for whatever reason, I just really like that name. I think it was like, I think it was like, when you're eight, you're just kind of confused, you know? And I think for some reason, the figures of Joe Montana and Hannah Montana coalesced in my brain as to like, these people are cool. Like Hannah Montana wasn't cool, but like she was famous, you know? Right. So I I just really wanted to be named Montana for some reason.
1: It definitely has a positive association. Yeah. So okay. I don't judge you. I think that's great.
0: Yeah, it's a great name. Um, it's not really, but you know. <laughs> um my number two name is Benjamin. Good, good name. Benjamin Magnuson. Mm-hmm. Uh the reason actually, so Benjamin is my middle name. Fun fact. Um, the reason I would like if it was my first name is that it's a family name um my grandpa's name is ben was ben my uncle's name is ben i had a great uncle named ben um and there was one other ben too there's like four ben's in my family Mm. um so i think i mean i'm already carrying the name by being named ben um middle name ben but it would be cool if it was my first name
1: okay so would you swap out tyler benjamin
0: for benjamin tyler would you rather be benjamin tyler no, I, like I said, I like my name. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with being Tyler Benjamin, right. but I wouldn't mind Benjamin Tyler.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Uh, my number one name. Can you guess what it is?
1: No. <laughs>
0: my number one name. I wish that my name was Magnus Magnuson. <laughs> of
1: course.
0: I have a cousin. You should have been able this to is, see that coming. This is not a joke. I have like a second cousin or like a second cousin once removed whose name is Magnus Magnuson. He's like four years old and he has flowing uh, red hair. That's not a lie.
1: Doesn't Magnus Magnuson win the like strongman competitions on TV? Really? That you see? Yeah.
0: I believe it. I'm not surprised. It's a good name. Uh Yeah. That cousin, his parents like are really like unique with their names. Like his name, he's a boy. His name is Magnus and his middle name is Joy. Magnus Joy Magnuson. (laughs) But yeah, he's this like, he's this four-year-old redheaded, long-haired kid who runs her. He's really cute. I've only met him once, but. Love him. That was a great list, Ty. Those are, nah, why did you do that? <laughs> I yeah, it's Tyler actually. Thank you though.
1: Okay. I'll try to remember that next oh, time. Okay, cool. Thanks. That's
0: great. Um
1: Tyler. When you think of Genesis, what comes to mind right away right away?
0: Do you want me to what what do you want me to say?
1: I want you to say, or I'm asking you when you think of the book of Genesis, what comes to your mind right away?
0: Well, yesterday when we finished the podcast that we recorded that came out on December, whatever today is December 29th came out this morning for us. Um, I, we said, Oh, we're talking about Genesis. And I said, Oh, I guess we're talking about the age of the earth next week. Yeah. Okay. So for better or for worse, that is one of the first things that come to my mind with Genesis the is the age of the earth.
1: Okay. Yeah. So chapter one and two, you're just starting right off in the beginning with the controversy. Let's, so let's go there. Let's yeah. go, let's go to the controversy.
0: Matt, how old is the earth? Uh, I don't know. Nice. Me neither. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, next topic. <laughs> um, why is age of the earth an important... Let me let me rephrase. Why is age of the earth a controversial subject among Christians?
0: Uh, because we've made it controversial in the last 100 years.
1: Okay. Well, what's happened within the last 100 years of church history that all of a sudden... Has made it controversial, whereas for the first nineteen hundred years, it really wasn't.
0: Well, just to like really nerd out with my Christian history hat, um, about a hundred years ago was the Scopes Monkey Trial. Um, Scopes Monkey Trial, right? Is that what yeah. it's called? Uh-huh. Yeah. Where um, nineteen twenty-five? I
1: think.
0: I think twenty-six. Twenty-six. Maybe twenty-five. Right. They were right. they were trying to figure so almost a hundred years. Yeah. So they were trying to figure out if you should be able to teach evolution in schools or not.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and the I think the judge like the jury found that you shouldn't be able to teach evolution in schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the, in like quotation marks, like the Christians won, but in reality, in terms of public opinion, the Christians lost in a landslide. Uh-huh. And that was when like, like more like classical, like 1900s liberalism took off of uh, mm-hmm. like, it just a, a different way of interpreting the Bible than what we would do or say is correct. Yeah. Um. And the fundamentalists who interpreted the Bible more conservatively or literally uh-huh. like retreated yep. almost like into themselves <clears throat> yeah. and got their, tenets of faith and said these are right. Anything else is a mistake. Uh-huh. Um and one of the one of the things that was under that umbrella was b- the belief that the earth was created in seven 24 hour days, which would mean that the earth right now is like six to ten thousand years old if you're following the genealogy of the Bible. Okay. Um that's been <clears throat> I would say made I don't know maybe that you can tell me if this isn't fair to say, but it seems to me that it's been made even more hot button in the past 20 to 30 years. Um in large part due to uh like a guy named Ken Ham who feels very strongly that the earth is six to ten thousand years old and makes that like a like a core tenet of what he believes. Like almost like if you believe differently about the age of the earth, you probably aren't taking the Bible seriously. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say or is that misrepresenting him?
1: Well, that that is what I think is a fair reading of what he okay. is saying.
0: It, if, it you, if you if to... you yeah. If you're a Ken Ham fan <clears> and you're listening <throat> to this and I misrepresented him, DM me and I'll I'll say next week that I didn't -hmm. didn't represent him correctly
1: i haven't read ken ham like comprehensively or Mm -hmm. even uh maybe broadly Mm -hmm. but my impression of his uh his uh argument is that removing um the literal six-day creation uh, creates a cascading problem for theology Mm. uh, that even goes into soteriology salvation yeah into salvation and so I think he puts a lot of stake on that particular interpretation of Genesis mm-hmm. that, that he proposes. But let me let me ask your opinion on this. Do you think that you can be a faithful interpreter of Scripture and not hold to a literal six day creation?
0: I mean, yes, absolutely. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I'm I like my first pastor doesn't hold to a literal six day creation mm-hmm. and i'd really trust him theologically yeah you know like yeah that's not even like me saying that's not even me like sharing my position on the age of the earth it's just like if that dude believes that the earth is old yeah. you can be a christian and believe that the earth is old
1: yeah but what do you think is the main point of genesis 1 and 2 is it um well I'll, let me just I, I won't yeah what do you what do you think is the main point of genesis 1 and 2
0: the main point of genesis 1 and 2 is that <laughs> against the creation myths of the time when Genesis was written, that mm-hmm. creation was like made through war and made through like fighting deities, and humans were like this like sad byproduct or just kind of an afterthought. Mm-hmm. It's a- against all of that. That's not what happened. Mm-hmm. God created the world in his power by his word, systematically, faithfully, with order. Mm-hmm. And humans are like a beautiful, wonderful part of that, mm-hmm. like the pinnacle of creation.
1: Mm-hmm. When you're talking with students about this, um, let's just say high school students who are asking, as they should, you know, responsible questions about creation and how that fits in with um, evolution, science, all these things. Is that how you would counsel them to view Genesis 1 and 2 is just to put a stake in the ground that says, look, the, the main point here is that against the other creation theories that were prevalent at the time the main point of the scriptures is to teach that yahweh was the one who created everything by his power through his spoken word and to plant your stake there and to hold loosely the element of time like how much time it took age of the earth um would you counsel them to take that kind of a posture or do you think it's more important to have um firm answers to the time questions
0: um so usually what i well i think one of the best descriptions I heard was that like the what Genesis one is doing is not trying to tell you how God made everything it's trying to tell you that God made everything mm-hmm. um that's like fifty thousand foot like that's like overview like I, I agree with that mm-hmm. um that kind of answer or like the answer of like well that's not really the point it just it, honestly it usually annoys students because that's not what they're asking like they're asking yeah. how old the Earth is yeah um so I my my counsel typically is like no, that makes me sound old when I say it like that. But like, usually my advice is like, make sure like oh, the, the the crucial thing is that whatever view of creation you hold, you can defend it and you don't elevate it anywhere near the gospel. Yeah. Um, because how old the earth is, is important. Like, it's important to have an opinion on it because non-Christians think they know what we think and mm-hmm. think that there's think that they know more than us about this yeah and maybe they do i mean a lot of them probably do yeah um but it's important for us as christians to know what we think about how old the earth is and be able to defend it so that we can talk to other people and hope like hopefully if we can have an intelligent informed conversation with them that will lead to other conversations about the actual important things about our faith like jesus yeah That's again, that's not saying that it's not important. Mm -hmm. It's like it it is important, but it's not Jesus.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So do I remember correctly? Do you lean towards an old earth view?
0: Um, (laughs) You really like threw that in there. (laughs) No, (laughs) I, I like the other thing that I usually say when I'm talking about the age of the earth is like, I don't like sharing what I think about it. Mm -hmm. Like, I really prefer to just explain the two sides because I feel like I can represent them both relatively fairly. Mm -hmm. And let the person I'm talking to make their own decision, mm-hmm. especially with my kids, my students, because like yeah. if I say yeah I'm young Earth or yeah I'm old Earth, and then I'm explaining to them the the arguments and they think that the one that I disagree with sounds better,
1: yeah,
0: I don't want them to think like oh I'm doing something wrong because I'm disagreeing with the youth pastor, right? Exactly. You know, like I think it's totally yeah. fine to disagree with me on this. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you want, yeah, I mean, you ask me flat out. So if you're gonna put me in a corner and say you have to choose one. I would lean towards old earth, but like, it's, I, I would hold that with like the most open hands. Like,
1: yeah. And I, I agree. I, I, well,
0: you agree on the other side, the,
1: on the other side, yeah. I would lean towards a uh, young earth that created with the appearance of age. But mm-hmm. um, again, and I, that's I'm a really, really good argument. To.
0: Like, I mean, thirty thirty yeah. second 30 second plug for young earth. Like if you believe in young earth, you're probably going to want to do some research and look into the, the, this like appearance of age theory. Which is the idea that when things were created, they maybe looked older than they were. That's the simplest way to say it. And and the illustration of this is like when Abney were created, how old did they look? Probably like I I would guess like my age, adult age, age. like twenty five, yeah, sure. right? How old were they?
1: The prime of life. How old? Don't you w- know you're in the prime. Of I life? am.
0: How old were they a day after creation? <laughs> a day after they they were created, how old were they? I don't know. They were one day old. Oh, okay. (laughs) But they didn't look one day old. They probably looked older than that.
1: Okay. I see what you mean.
0: It's very possible that God did that with Adam and Eve, but then also did it with other things in creation so that they would have what they needed to survive. Right. Like a tree is going to be more likely to survive if it's a tree and not a sapling. Right. So if you're you're young earth, appearance of age is like a really, really good piece of, and maybe evidence is wrong, but it's a really good theory that you have on your side.
1: Can we hit one more point regarding Genesis?
0: Sure, I didn't get to give a, a a theory on the side of old Earth, but yeah, we can move on. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Since, since the whole the whole Bible points to Jesus, and we've only got three minutes left, let's let's at least answer this question, however briefly. Where do you feel like we see Jesus most clearly in the Book of Genesis? Genesis three. Yeah, go ahead. I've what, got I've got a different answer by okay. the way. So you go you go ahead and explain yours, and then I'll do mine.
0: I don't know if this is actually the clearest, but it's like in. <clears throat> In my reading, like one of the first places, is that in Genesis three, after they sin, um God talks about a descendant that's gonna come from the woman who will what, like strike the snake's head, but the snake will bruise his heel. Mm-hmm. Um, that the fancy term for that is the proto-Uangelion, mm-hmm. like the proto-gospel. Um
1: or first gospel. Yeah, it's like the yeah. first
0: like prophecy about Jesus that there's gonna be a descendant of Eve that comes and like takes care of the serpent, but the serpent's gonna bruise him. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that that's that's a really good one. I I would go like the opposite end of the book all the way to Joseph into Joseph. Yeah, and uh, it, it's amazing. I, I, someone pointed out one time that Joseph is such a clear um, type of Christ and such a clear foreshadowing of Christ, and yet Joseph is never used as an apologetic in, in the New Testament. We never huh. see someone present Joseph, the story of Joseph, even though it it points to the work of Christ so clearly. So here is the beloved son of the father, the special unique beloved son of the father, who his brothers are jealous of him, he's sold by his brothers and left for dead, goes into the pit, but experiences a resurrection, is brought up from the pit and becomes the savior of the world. You you read that everyone had to go to Joseph in order to buy bread and, and be saved. So for, he becomes the savior of the whole world. He's elevated to that position out of, out of the grave and his brothers come and he reconciles with his brothers. It is such a clear picture of the ministry of Jesus and who he is, that it um it it's, it's the work of God. It's Christ right there in Genesis. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're a Jewish person and you're reading you know, the Hebrew scriptures. I, I just don't see how you can get past the story of Joseph and not take Jesus as the Messiah and as the Christ <laughs> when his life is so clearly pictured all those years ago.
0: That's interesting. Through Joseph.
1: Yeah. So I love that. So we've got Christ at the beginning of Genesis, Christ at the end. We've Christ in the middle. We didn't even talk about Isaac, but right. there's a lot about Isaac that we well, can take. jesus Yeah. Yeah. That's jesus Yeah. So yeah. So we get to do Exodus next time. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. In
0: summary, Jesus is in Genesis. Um, It's okay if you disagree with me about the age of the earth. You can hate me if you want. I don't hate you. And it's okay if I'm wrong. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And please call him Tyler.
0: Please call me Tyler. Uh, And call me
1: TJ. uh, I think that's it. (laughs)
0: Have a great week, everybody, from (laughs) TJ and Tyler.